The Path to Humility. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Wayne Fleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams, I'm your host, and I am joined this week by Pastor Wes Hillis. Hi. Hi, Pastor Wes. Good to be on a different podcast. Yes. Um, Wes and I record a podcast that's released every Friday that's geared more toward the youth. Um, during the school year when you guys are meeting, we base it on whatever lesson that you have done. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can catch that on the same channels every Friday. And even if you're not a youth or a parent of a youth, we still have a great <laughs> discussion. Um, it's a bit of a different, slightly different format, yeah. but very similar. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Yeah. But so no, yeah, it's good here to be you on. are on a Monday. On a Monday podcast. My <laughs> goodness. Look, I'm moving up on the road. <laughs> moving up in the week? <laughs> moving up in the week. Yeah. So it's nice to hear from you on Sunday as we're in our uh, Word to the Wise series. Yeah. We're going through all summer um, 10 different Proverbs. And they're always great. Like they're always really thought provoking. I found the summer to be quite thought provoking. And uh, why don't you tell us about what about your message on yeah. Sunday? Well, I want to start off with doing a little game that we did of the kids and parents that are in the service. So it's the game of this or that. You know, okay. which one do you Love like it. more? Yeah. So I know Julie's first answer, but okay. the first question we asked the kids and the parents was cats or dogs? I'd which probably... one do you like more? Yeah, I would choose cats because I, I have a cat. It. Nah, I'm a dog person. It's yeah. got to be dogs. You know what? I like dogs. I like other people's dogs, though. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I, I like dogs. I just don't actually want to have one living in my house. Oh, I would love to have a dog. Hmm. Well, yeah. there you go. Got a baby instead. Yeah. <laughs> that's even better. <laughs> um, the next question was, you know, where do you get your coffee from? Where do you, where do your parents, like when we asked the kids, where do your parents go for coffee? Where do you always yeah. see them? Tim Hortons, McDonald's, or Starbucks? Which one is it for you? Okay, well, unpopular. If you had to pick one, if you had to pick one. Like, are we, okay, so unpopular opinion here. I like the flavor, straight up coffee of McDonald's the best. Really? Yeah. And part of that is because I can't, I, Starbucks, love it for a fancy drink, mm. but I can't justify that for just like a, you know, a the regular, cost. Like double double or something like that. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sweet enough without sugar, but, <laughs> um, you know, I like a fancy coffee, but it's like, it's a treat periodically, but straight up right. coffee mcdonald's okay i feel like a few years ago that was a very good opinion yeah i feel like a few years ago i heard a lot of people say mcdonald's it's and, good coffee. and now that's kind of died off and i don't know hmm. but yeah people make it at home now yeah but no that was a fun one that was a fun one to see people's yeah. reactions and <laughs> things like that the next one everyone loves food yeah but when we're talking about greasy food mm-hmm. what is what is your favorite go-to pizza or burgers it's a toss-up. I'm going pizza. I might go burger on this just because ah, it... See how it is? <laughs> you know what? It's the summeriness of a burger that... Mm. I feel a pizza to me is just like it's all around. You know what? It doesn't usually fail. Yeah. You're right. It's hard to get bad pizza, but you can get a bad burger. You can't... Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. That is true. You can't get a very bad burger. Yeah. All right. Next one. Now, we did this during staff, so you will know about this one already. Okay. But... Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh. So hear that sigh? Hear that sigh? You should have heard it on Sunday morning. <laughs> Can I sit on the fence on this one? Oh, really? I thought you would have a definitive answer. If I if I were really pressed for an answer... You are. 
<laughs> I would say yes. Yes, really. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. interesting. What do you say? Mm, more on the fence about that one. You can't sit on the fence. I'm going to press you too. Yes or no? Um, no. Okay. It's a category on its own. When I think of it, when if someone just asked me and you had to answer like first, because mine, it's not. You're probably right. I was just, I was overthinking it. But our intern it. Jonah, if you would have seen, mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. a slide for us. Mm-hmm. Of the family of sandwiches, because he said, "Well, it's not necessarily a sandwich, but it's in the family." It's of a sandwiches. cousin, kind of like a taco. That's right? Exactly what he said. Yeah, yep. it's a cousin, distant yep. cousin, distant, distant cousin. Yeah. Last question. This one I knew how it was going to go on Sunday, but I wanted to ask it anyways. Um, hockey or soccer? Uh, hockey. Yeah, I know. Most people say hockey. Yeah, it's more exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, Wes. I get that. It like it's much more fast paced. Yeah, I get that. But when a game of soccer, I mean, to me, the reason I like soccer more is because I think, I know this is going to sound weird, but it demands a little more. Mm. Like you don't get, you don't have shifts. You can't just sub out and sub back in. Um, And if a game like, like hockey goes end to end, like, you know, the certain, you know, some hockey games, like it's just back and forth. Like it's just going constantly. And soccer, if you get that though. You are your legs are killing you. Yeah, like you know those out. players are mm-hmm. done, but they have to keep going. And so I don't know. I like I like that more. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So the we'd want to do that. Uh, just kind of show the kids kind of some examples of how we all have opinions and we all have things that we'll disagree on and different things like that. Um, but when we when we really jumped in, we started off with Proverbs thirteen ten, mm-hmm. and Proverbs for and the thing is. How I did the message was I wanted to make sure that we could do part one. So this is Proverbs thirteen ten part one. Um, and what it says is, is where there is strife, there is pride. You actually mm. said it right at the beginning of this. Where oh. there is strife, there is pride. Yeah, um, I did. You and I were chatting. Yeah, we were chatting before. And I had to be honest with people. English, you know, English is not my forte. No. <laughs> I have a reading and writing learning disability. It's just, it does not compute. Neither does math. But that's a whole different topic. Um, so I had to look up what, what a strife actually means. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it means conflict. Yeah. So what Proverbs 13, 10 is saying is where there's conflict, there's pride. Hmm. And I think we can all kind of relate to that. Like we turn on the news or anything and it's, there's conflict, it seems, or yeah. every time. Like it's just thrown at us now. There's conflict in this part of the world or that part of the world or close to home or different areas. And it just feels constant that yeah. it's just everywhere. And even, you know, if we go on social media, like it, it's right there as well. And at the center of a lot of that conflict, I find is pride, mm-hmm. whether it's a personal one, someone pushing their agenda, pushing those certain things or a cultural one where a certain culture is pushing or oppressing, say another culture been pushing their um, opinions or what they think on others. Mm-hmm. And we see it everywhere. And I think we especially see it on social media, like whether it's the friends or family that you follow putting their opinions on or arguing with people online. Like I'm sure any one of us can see like Instagram story battles where people post other, and it's just Mm -hmm. so unhealthy and it's so hard to watch and to see. Um, But to really dive into this message, to really dive into it, we had to zoom in closer to home Mm -hmm. into more of our daily lives. So like we talked about with the kids, sometimes we have our, our own opinions, but we elevate them. Mm. that they are greater than other people's yep sometimes we we put them above others and 
we you know we have to say that our opinion matters more or that what i believe is just it, it has more weight it has more value than what yours ever could mm-hmm. and i think what ends up happening a lot is we create these personal battlegrounds between people of arguing mm-hmm. arguing our opinions are arguing just our thoughts and it and at the center of a lot of that conflict because I think arguing there is conflict in our arguing there's conflict Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of that comes with pride and I want to take us to another proverb actually this proverbs 11 2 and it says this is part one again proverbs 11 2 part one and it says when pride comes and comes to disgrace so in our behavior can you say that again um when pride comes then comes disgrace oh so in our behavior Mm -hmm. if we're arguing if we're pushing our opinions like just really going at it I think our behavior, we can become very prideful and very boastful. And I think this leads to a lot of the conflict that we face. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think this brings it really deep because if we're being really prideful, if we're really pushing our opinions on others, we're actually disgracing ourselves. We're actually shaming ourselves. We're actually putting ourselves in a spot which is not okay to be in. Mm -hmm. And the one that I think hurts more than that is that we actually disgrace God as well. Mm. As Christians, you know, there's there's this sense I feel in the world where people say, you know, Christians have to act a certain way or be a certain way or all this, and they don't, they're hypocritical. And I would say, oh, that's completely false. But at the same time, there is truth to that because there has been times where people have been very hypocritical or brought disgrace because of this pridefulness, because of this argumentativeness. Mm-hmm. And it really has happened. And I don't just mean to point that as Christians, but to all people, we bring disgrace Especially when we're so prideful and so argumentative and really going at it with our opinions. Well, we're supposed to be a peace-loving people, right? Yeah. That's what we're. That's one of our values here, and that's something I think that Jesus w- that Jesus taught while he on, during his time on Earth was yeah. to seek peace, right? Yeah. Even if you have to lay down your own opinion or your own um, something, something that you hold. Yeah. Sometimes you have to lay it down in order to to humble yourself. Yeah, but to maintain a relationship, right? Yeah, yeah, and kind of before we get all into that part, have you ever argued before? I'm sure. I'm sure you have. <laughs> Maybe once or twice. Once or twice. I'm sure we all have argued many times. I'm sure in our <laughs> yes, lives. Yes, of course. And I, I shared a personal story on Sunday where I said um, there was a person in my life I I grew up with, and they always argued. Like, mm-hmm. didn't matter what a person's opinion is, they had to be right. They had to be the smartest person in the room, like that kind of thing. Yep. So as a kid, not knowing very much, I said, you know what? I'm going to take them down. Oh, I'm going wow. to, I'm going to go after them. I'm going to argue. Mm. It doesn't matter what it's going to be, what it is. I'm going to take them down. And I started to develop this thing where I said, I had to beat them. Like, I, I had to beat them. I had to prove them wrong. I had to, I, I, it's this me, I, all of this started to yeah. develop. And so after months and years of arguing and doing the, like fighting and just going back and forth, what happened was this really affected our relationship. We're at a point where we didn't speak to each other for years and years. And what I realized was that my pride of wanting to just be better and go into arguing and just constantly say, it doesn't matter what it is, I like, have to go out and prove that I'm better caused so much pain and so much conflict mm-hmm. which if i never did it never would have happened yeah none of that would have ever happened <clears throat> and i think many of us have learned by nature by culture in a way that 
arguing isn't bad. It's just stating your opinion. That arguing isn't bad. It's just stating your opinion. But in reality, we're actually pushing certain values on people that they don't agree with or they don't believe in. And what I think is happening is a lot of conflict is rising up because mm-hmm. we're taking it to the point of arguing. We're taking it to the point of conflict and we're getting really prideful behind what we think and really going at it. And no, I'm not saying opinions are a bad thing. We all have opinions. Yeah, sure. We're all people who are created uniquely and beautifully yeah. and have to like, I think soccer is the best sport ever. It's an opinion. Yeah. Is it a terrible opinion? No. But is it bad that I have that opinion? No. We all do. Yeah. Like... I'm going to call you out here. Uh-oh. You're bougie salad. <laughs> I like a fancy salad for lunch. I do. I, I, I can't. I don't. But those are different opinions and yeah. different. Yeah. You can eat your ramen noodles all you I want. I'll have my oh, fancy that salad. Was a that was a call. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, but what we it's what we do with our opinions. It's how yes. we hold them. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's how we really hold our opinions that matters and that idea that other people have to adopt our opinions, other people have to accept, or other people have to, mm-hmm. because it leads to a lot of conflict, it leads to a lot of pride. And during that time where I was arguing with this person, yeah, what deceived me was this can-do attitude. Mm-hmm. This idea that I can do it myself, I hold you know all this in my hands, that um, what I learned though through that was how that, that can-do attitude actually deceives me it Mm -hmm. deceived me it actually led me away from god it actually it kind of put god in a place where it raised myself on a pedestal and said god i don't need you i can handle all of this i don't need your advice i don't want you in like that's what it led me down Mm. and that can do attitude i've seen it deceive others but it, it deceived me in that way um and so we're in a world where there is there's this conflict and there's pride and and all these things. And what do we actually do about it? What can we really do about it, right? That's a good question. And so I want us to read part two of our verses. Yeah. So the second half of Proverbs 13, 13.10 says, Wisdom is found in those who take advice. Hmm. Wisdom is found in those who take advice. And we, if we read Proverbs 11.2, it says, With humility comes wisdom. So if wisdom is found in those who take advice and humility when with humility comes wisdom it's like a flow right there with humility comes wisdom wisdom is found in those who take advice mm-hmm. it's like a, it's like a little box together um it, to break this down to actually combat against pride you need humility mm-hmm. we need to be able to find this humility and you know we talked about arguing earlier and arguing in a big group setting we didn't really talk about but when we argue in a big group setting i'm sure we felt like this before it can kind of become polarized well, it puts up a barrier too, I think, when mm-hmm. there's so much arguing is I think you get to the point where you've got such a wall up that you yeah. don't even hear what the other person is saying. and You're just sort of yeah. tuned out because you're so focused on your own yeah. opinion. We become polarized where you're either on that side or you're on this side. Yeah. And we start to label people rather than as people by their opinions. Yes. We started to label people as you are this or you are that. Mm-hmm. You said this, that's what you are. And but that's not okay. We can't we, we can be doing that because when we do that, our world seems very hopeless. Yeah. A, any argument or conversation, any th- conflict we go into can seem hopeless. Mm-hmm. And so what I wanted us to do and we did this was we read Romans twelve two. 
So Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may test and approve what's God, what God's will is, his perfect mm-hmm. and pleasing will. See, I feel like we love the first part of that verse. We hear it and we're like, don't conform to the pattern. Okay, as Christians, we do that. Yeah. We have different values. We have different opinions. Like, we were separate. We're, we're good. But we still choose this side or that side. We still choose either side. We're just, mm-hmm. it, it depends. And I think what many of us struggle with is the second part, to be transformed. Yeah. How do we actually do that? What does that actually look like? Because when we think of arguments, we think of being on this side or that side, easy. We're separate. But I think how we actually be transformed, how we actually do this is through humility. Mm-hmm. It's actually spending time with God in our world. We pride ourselves on being busy. Yes. We pride ourselves on being active and having multiple things going on and not no mm-hmm. need for rep. Like we pride ourselves on that. Yeah. When in reality, we need to slow down. We need to actually allow ourselves to humble ourselves, to slow down, to listen to God, to hear God. Mm-hmm. For me, the, the way I actually hear God is through worship. Like in my car, mm-hmm. I love worship in my car and youth retreats. That's, that's where I feel like I connect out most on worship. Um, and I feel like, like when I walk from my house to the church, I talk of God. Yeah. And that's, that's where I talk. That's where I humble myself to be like, God, I need to hear from you. I need to talk you through my day. I need to just go with you in this. Because when we, when we pride ourselves in our business, what ends up happening is we, we, that can do attitude really starts to seep in. Mm-hmm. And we really, really start to push God to the background and be like, no, I don't, I don't need you right now. I, I kind of got this. I can do this. Yeah. And now, as a pastor, I, I have to be really aware of this because it's easy for me to do that. And so what, what we need to do is actually invite God into our lives, to actually humble ourselves to, to this is going to sound weird, but to lower ourselves to where God is. And I know that sounds weird because when, yeah. when, we're, when we're prideful, when we're boastful, we elevate ourselves above. Ah, above God. We, we elevate ourselves yes, above God. I see but what in you're reality, saying. we need to lower ourselves back. Because the thing is, we are not above God. Mm-mm. We need to lower ourselves to where we actually are and where God is. And so, what we need to do when we, when we get ourselves back down is actually change our behavior, change our attitude mm-hmm. to realize that our opinions and all these things that we are trying to argue and push on people and go about, well, some of them may be important. The way we go about it needs to be different. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be this push or this this clamping down. Because to be honest, Jesus actually gives us a great and beautiful example. Um, if we're giving the historical Jewish context, mm-hmm. there was two really big sides. We see the Romans who want to control, like the Romans and Pharisees want to control order. That's what they wanted. That's yep. one side. Then you look at the Jewish people on the other side. These people who wanted their Messiah, who wanted to revolt, who wanted to have this peace. Mm-hmm. But Jesus brings in this different path, this path of humility. He meets with people on both sides. He humbles himself to actually meet with people who are outcasted by society, Mm -hmm. people who one side hates and the other side dislikes. Yeah. He humbles himself to actually meet with people and to get to know people. And rather than just pushing things on people, he invites them into life, invites them into actually being people. And that's something I feel like we've lost a little bit is actually 
it's gonna stop. But to be people, to actually live with humility and to invite people into life. Mm-hmm. And so what I think that means for us today is that we have to stop viewing people on this side or that side of, because no matter what, we're going to be on one side or the other. We, we have values and we have beliefs. So obviously we're going to be. But what I think we need to do is to stop viewing one side or the other by their opinion and start mm-hmm. viewing them as human beings yeah. that they are created and loved by God, that they, the very hairs in their head are just as counted as ours. Mm-hmm. They're knitted in their mother's wounds just as we were. They're just as loved. They're just mm-hmm. as loved. And so I, I finished the message off of a challenge to act, to act, yeah, to actively live out this way of humility that Jesus gives that leads us into and calls us and lives and lives by example to actively pursue this relationship with God, to spend time with him, to humble ourselves so that we can also help people mm-hmm. and to not just do it for the world but to do it for ourselves Mm -hmm. and for the generations that are also coming thank you very much pastor wes i appreciate that appreciate that (laughs) message thank you um if you'd like to get in touch with pastor wes you can reach him at wes at waynefleetbic.com and if you'd like to get in touch with me my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com so thank you so much for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you next week have a great week bye bye